Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. 44 and Laurel 42 in Northwest D.C. At 359. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson coming up. Breaking news this afternoon. New details about a woman accused of going on a violent crime spree across Prince George's County. I'm Scott Gelman. After it's clear there's tension at the top in Montgomery County schools, will the county council step in? I'm Kate Ryan. D.C.'s mayor defends the health of downtown. People are coming downtown. I'm Mike Marilla. Years after legalizing small amounts of weed, Virginia state law, uh, lawmakers are now working on setting up a marketplace for it. We'll go in-depth with the Washington Post at 415. And the Dow's up 224. Four o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Monica Ricks. The Pentagon has released the identities of the three Army Reserve soldiers killed this weekend in a drone strike in Jordan and provided an update on those injured in the attack. Deputy Press Secretary Sabrina Singh. Right now, we assess that there are more than 40 that have been injured. Um, we do expect that number to continue to fluctuate as uh, our service members, as you know, with TBI, report symptoms later on. So that number could continue to grow. The U.S. has vowed to retaliate, blaming an Iranian-backed militia group for the attack. Iran has denied involvement. Israel has accused 12 U.N. relief workers of being involved in the terror attacks on October 7th, as many countries now stop sending money to get more aid into Gaza. Reporter Robert Berger. Israel has welcomed the decision by the U.S. and other countries to suspend funding to UNRWA, but this also poses a dilemma. UNRWA is the main body distributing humanitarian aid to Gaza, and if it's forced to shut down, The humanitarian crisis could get even worse. More questioning here at home on possible juror tampering in South Carolina today, where attorneys for convicted killer Alec Murdoch are hoping to get him a new murder trial. They say court clerk Becky Hill inappropriately discussed the case with jurors and pressured them to wrap up deliberations quickly, something she denied under oath. At any time, did you tell the jury uh, that... The defense case, watch out for the defense case, they're going to try to throw you off. Or anything along those lines that was meant to influence the jurors against Mr. Murdoch. No. At least one juror did admit they were influenced by Hill. As tax season gets underway, there's a new poll on how we feel about taxes. Here's CBS's Steve Kathan. Two-thirds of American taxpayers say they spend too much on federal income taxes. About 7 in 10 say the same about local property taxes. 6 in 10 feel that way about state sales taxes. Generally speaking in the poll, Republicans are more likely than Democrats to view taxes as unfair, to say they're paying too much, and to see taxes as a poor value. The U.S. Navy is lowering requirements to boost recruiting numbers again. People can now enlist even if they don't have a high school diploma or a GED. You and a dying thief who confessed to stealing a pair of ruby slippers that Judy Garland once wore in The Wizard of Oz won't get any prison time. 76-year-old Terry Martin swiped them in 2005 after he was told the shoes were made with real rubies. They weren't, and normally he would get jail time, but he's homebound now in hospice care and expected to die within six months. This is CBS News. 
Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 403 on WTOP, Monday, January 29th, 2024. Tiny bit of sunshine amongst the clouds. Still 46 in D.C. Good afternoon, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this afternoon on WTOP, we're getting new details about a woman accused of stabbing and hitting random people with her car in Prince George's County last week. WTOP Scott Gelman's been looking over the charging documents. It started with a woman getting hit while she was on the sidewalk in Capitol Heights, and charging documents say it ended with an attack on a taxi driver in Lanham. Over an hour and a half Thursday night, Tanae Stallings Brown is accused of hitting pedestrians and stabbing a teenage girl. Charging documents say around 6.30, Stallings Brown got into a taxi at a Lanham gas station but didn't say where she wanted to go. Then, documents say she stabbed the driver with a knife, pushing it deeper and deeper into his chest. She he got out and tried to attack the driver again, but documents say he pushed his door into her. Stallings Brown was arrested in Baltimore around 11 o'clock. She's being charged with first-degree murder and assault, among other things. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. In recent days, we've seen turmoil and tension at the top of Montgomery County Public Schools. The school superintendent says she's staying on despite being asked to leave by a number of school board members. Well, the school board insists it's a personnel matter. And an inspector general's report shows chaotic management of a system that's supposed to tackle accusations of misconduct. WTOP's Kate Ryan has been on top of the story. With a situation where Montgomery County School Superintendent Monifa McKnight says she's been asked to step down, but says she's been given no justification by the Board of Ed, should McKnight be removed? Montgomery County Council President Andrew Friedson. That's a personnel matter between the Board of Education and the superintendent. I will say that the issue needs to be resolved and it needs to be resolved as quickly as possible because the school system needs stability. McKnight and the school board have been criticized over the handling of allegations of sexual harassment and bullying by a principal who is no longer with the school system. In a little over a week, two council committees will hold a hearing on an inspector general's report on the issue. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. 405, she is defending the health of downtown D.C. Mayor Bowser sharing her thoughts about the economy of the downtown area. Now that the owner of the Capitals and Wizards is in the process of getting local and state approval to relocate his teams to Alexandria. That story from WTOP's Mike Marillo. Speaking at the National Children's Museum in downtown, Mayor Muriel Bowser says seeing crowds this weekend herself and rising Metro ridership numbers show. People are coming downtown. And so I want to be sure that you're clear about that. But the city is seeing some big exits, among them the Capitals, Wizards, and even mortgage giant Fannie Mae. And Caps and Wizards owner Ted Leonsis. Mentioned significant challenges facing downtown businesses when defending a move to Alexandria. The mayor didn't comment on that, but says. We recognize that we want more people, more workers, more visitors, more restaurant goers in our downtown. This includes offering new grants to get businesses into empty buildings and to lure more family-friendly businesses downtown. In the district, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 406, maybe you've noticed your commute is getting close to what it was like before the COVID pandemic. Well, now some advice on the best and worst times to head out the door. Most in our area leave the house between 8 and 8.30 each morning, according to the U.S. Census Bureau data. Leaving a half hour later can save 20 hours a year of commuting time. 
says Yardy Cube, a co-working space management platform. It, it really depends on what time they have to get to work. WTLP morning traffic reporter Rita Kessler. They can't leave at 9 o'clock if they have to be at work at 9 o'clock. As for whether listeners typically build in wiggle room in planning their commutes. Most people leave enough time for their typical commute, so that's when something can throw it completely out of whack. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. All right, today starts tax season. Do you have a about two and a half months to get your taxes filed before the April 15th deadline, which may bring you a lot of stress. So can we make the process easier for ourselves this year? The IRS.gov website is awesome. It really is. There is a section of it that's called Get Ready. It will walk you through the steps necessary to figure out what you need to accumulate the documents and maybe the forms and also maybe pull out last year's tax returns to get yourself ready. I really want to point out that for 90% of people who are Claiming the standard deduction, this should not be that hard. You're doing a number on yourself every year. It's just accumulating those documents, bringing them together, and leaving yourself enough time to get this done. CBS business analyst Jill Schlesinger there, appearing earlier here on WTOP. If you're still not feeling confident, the IRS can provide you with some help. It includes a free file system. It's available to anyone with an adjusted gross income of $79,000 or less, and tax counseling for the elderly and even some veterans. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A big discount on an older Roslyn building. I'm Jeff Claybaugh. 408. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and we go to the traffic center. Dave Dildine. Starting on the Beltway in Virginia, Outer Loop slow 66 through Annandale. Better as you close in on Braddock Road. The police activity is mostly clear now, and the lanes are open, heading for the Springfield Interchange. Slow and a little more so now in the Interloop across the American Legion Bridge, and Outer Loop getting a little more congested there near Carter Rock as well. But staying in Virginia on 66, no impediments. Westbound slowdowns are short near Vienna and Centerville. On 95, northbound, traffic still backed up toward Dumfries. Uh, Beyond Dale Boulevard, exit 156, it is still just one right lane getting by the crash northbound on 95 toward Woodbridge. 395 in Virginia and D.C., southbound slowdowns, but nothing abnormal. Volume delays in the district on D.C. and Interstate 295, but with no lanes blocked. And in Arlington, the crash on Arlington Boulevard at Highland Street clear. So we'll go to Maryland on the Beltway looking for a new crash somewhere near Route 50, exit 19. Some congestion on the Interloop College Park to Greenbelt, 270, nothing in the way. Upper Montgomery County, Sunshine, Route 97 still closed for emergency utility work between Gregg Road and Route 650, New Hampshire Avenue. Go electric, the Fitzway. Looking for an electric car? Try the new Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. 7 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. Winds will slowly ease moving through the evening and into the overnight as temperatures fall through the 40s, eventually the 30s by early tomorrow morning. Could even see some upper 20s in our far northern and western suburbs. Partly cloudy and chilly for your Tuesday, but at least it's not going to be as windy. High temperatures around 45 degrees. Chance for a little of a wintry mix along the I-81 corridor very early Wednesday morning. I don't foresee a problem for the metro area. Highs in the middle to upper 40s. We're in the upper 40s to lower 50s on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Temps haven't really gotten out of the mid-40s all day long. 45 in Waldorf, 44 in Tyson's, Lafon Plaza now at 46. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. 
Go to longfence.com. WTOP at 410. Money News 10 at 40 past the hour. Let's go to Jeff Claybaugh. Market eyes on the Federal Reserve this week. The Fed's first interest rate meeting of the new year starts tomorrow morning. It's a two-day meeting. No cut is expected. But a new Bloomberg survey of investors now places roughly even odds the Fed could signal the first rate cut in March. Amazon has dropped its plans to acquire vacuum maker iRobot. Citing unlikely regulatory approval, iRobot now says it'll lay off 31% of its employees. Older office buildings in the D.C. area, especially largely vacant ones, are losing value. The Washington Business Journal says the 50-year-old Xerox building in Roslyn just sold for $25 million. The previous owner bought it for $145 million a decade ago. That site has been planned for residential redevelopment. Records all around today. The Dow up 224 points, a half percent gain. The S&P 500 index up 37. That's more than a half percent. The Nasdaq finished the day up 173 points. That's a one percent gain. Jeff Claybone. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, well-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store online. Terms apply. Up ahead on WTOP in Virginia, they're trying to go beyond making small amounts of marijuana legal. They want to grow it and sell it. The legislature has a long way to go to set that up. We'll go in-depth with the Washington Post in just a few. It's 412. The Honda Ridgeline, Passport, and Pilot are in a league of their own when it comes to rugged capability. Their relentless power and versatility make these vehicles the ultimate challengers for exhilarating adventures and formidable terrain. But it's not just performance that makes these cars special. It's the unwavering determination that inspires everything we do. That's why we're KBB.com's best value brand of 2023. Contact your local Washington area Honda dealer for a great deal today. Available all-wheel drive on pilot based on 2023 brain image wars from Kelly Blue Book. Visit KBB.com for more information. ExtraHop is on a mission to protect and propagate trust by revealing the cyber truth. We partner with every customer every day to reveal it. Only the ExtraHop RevealX network detection and response platform delivers the 360-degree visibility needed to see everything on your network and uncover the cyber truth. Visit extrahop.com forward slash demo to see how full network transparency helps you see more, know more, and stop more cyber attacks. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store, and while that condition can be hard to pronounce, it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Goodfeet store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Goodfeet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Good Feet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Good Feet Store has locations across Greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. Later this hour, what an accomplishment, rowing across the Atlantic in a two-person boat. Keep it here on WTOP. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking, what will be the most significant transfer digital marketing in 2024? With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. 
To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 15, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ian Kramer. Thanks for joining us. It has been three years since Virginia lawmakers made it legal for you to have small amounts of marijuana. Now, the General Assembly is trying to set up the rest of the marijuana infrastructure to grow and manufacture it and sell it in the state. Path to get there is a long one. There seems to be a fair amount of disagreement about how to push forward. Well, joining us live is Laura Vozella, who covers Virginia politics for The Washington Post. Laura, good to have you on with us. Where are lawmakers right now when it comes to legally manufacturing and selling weed? We understand there was some Senate committee action last week. That's right. The Senate approved um, a bill or not the full Senate, but Senate committee has advanced a bill. There were two different versions. They decided on one approach and advanced that to yet another committee. And it will probably hit a third committee before it ever gets to the to the floor of the chamber. But it's moving along. And uh, there's another uh, bill on the House side that um, hasn't gotten going yet. But eventually, I think those two will um will uh, pass their respective chambers. Laura, I remember at the time it just seemed unusual that the General Assembly would allow uh, small amounts of marijuana to be possessed, but never set up uh, an infrastructure. Why has this gone so slowly over the years? Well, um, I think when they um, set this, uh, when they legalized it, it was a year when they did a whole lot of criminal justice changes and they just uh, felt like they needed more study to figure out how to set up the marketplace. And that was too much to um, to do that one year. But you're right, it has, it has uh, created this strange situation where possession is legal, but there is no legal way to purchase it. You can grow your own. I think you're allowed four plants, but um, aside from that, there's no legal way to get it. So, Laura, is there an underground market that is formed at all in this? And if so, does that complicate things when it comes to trying to regulate something? Well, um, it's actually provides, in in some sense, it it provides a rationale for, for some Republicans who might ordinarily be opposed to anything that promotes marijuana, they they might um, be more willing to say that, hey, we do uh, have this illegal market. The only way to correct that is to legalize it. Now, whether the governor would ever go along with that is another matter, but we have seen some bipartisan support for um, the Senate bill so far. Has the governor given any hint one way or another which way he might be leaning here? Well, um, it's interesting if you're in the business of parsing Youngkin's statements, he has said um, twice that he has no interest in marijuana legislation. He has not said he would veto it. And we have followed up with his office to say, hey, his prior statement, does, by that, does he mean he would veto it? And they have declined to say whether or not he means that. He is obviously... Um, looking to get some of its own priorities through the General Assembly, including this um, arena proposed for Northern Virginia. So maybe he'd want it bad enough to deal on that. But I I think generally speaking, that would be off brand for him. Laura, thank you for the time. We appreciate it. Thank you. Laura Bazella covers Virginia politics for The Washington Post. 
top stories we're working on for you, WTOP. We have now the U.S. government, that is, has now identified three U.S. troops who were killed in the Middle East in a drone attack. And we'll have the latest on efforts to impeach the Homeland Security Secretary. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 418 and traffic and weather on the 8s is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Proud to serve members of the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans and their families. The members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. And let's go to... Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Afternoon traffic on the Beltway from Bethesda to Springfield. Heavy on the outer loop near the Legion Bridge and slowest from I-66 into Annandale. It was police activity briefly blocking a couple of lanes south of Braddock Road, but that was cleared around the top of the hour. Lanes remain open. So far, so good and synchronized at the Wilson Bridge. Interloop bogging down at the Legion Bridge. Route 50 in Arlington at Highland Street. Crash cleared near Fair Oaks. Newer crash on 50 West at Fair Ridge Road. 66 in good shape. In Maryland, 270 follows suit. Heavier on the interloop through Silver Spring and College Park. Route 97, Georgia Avenue, was blocked in sunshine at points between Greg Road and 650 for utility work. They might be wrapping things up there now. It's possible some traffic's getting by. Route 50, delay-free in Maryland between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Now over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center, meteorologist. Mark Pena joins us now. Mark, we've got some clouds now, but uh, I understand maybe a wintry mix in the middle of the week. Yeah, you know, uh, there's that chance on Wednesday morning, uh, but it should be very low impact. And I'll have details on that in just a second. But for the rest of today, we got some thinning clouds out there. So we're looking at some sunshine in, uh, across the DMV. Temperatures uh, in the mid to upper 40s at this hour, but you have a northwest wind as well coming in about 20 miles an hour, making it feel just a little bit colder with uh, that wind chill. Now, tonight, those winds are going to calm down a little bit. Most areas getting at or slightly below the freezing mark. So upper 20s, lower 30s to start your Tuesday. Tuesday, I'm thinking more sunshine than clouds uh, temperatures near where they were today so mid 40s now heading into tomorrow night into wednesday this is when that next storm system is going to approach we call them clippers because of how fast they move and that's what's going to happen here a very quick moving system which looks to arrive early wednesday morning temperature profiles though uh might be cold enough to support some wintry mix in the upper layers but here at the surface temperatures are going to be above freezing it'll be chilly mid to upper 30s to start your wednesday so basically what this all boils down to is while we might see some flurries and some sprinkles early wednesday morning not looking to accumulate much as temperatures are just going to be too mild. Uh, for the rest of Wednesday, temperatures warming up into the mid to upper 40s uh, with mostly cloudy skies. And then beyond that, a nice stretch of weather. Mostly sunny skies to bring in the rest of the week. Temperatures near 50 degrees Thursday through Sunday. So a nice break considering that we've had one of the wettest Januaries on record across the DMV. Outside right now, we are looking at uh, pretty seasonable temperatures out there. I got 49 in Bethesda, 48 in downtown, and I got 47 in West Falls Church. All right. Thanks so much. Coming up on WTOP, you likely know the Kansas City Chiefs have an ultra-famous fan. Now the airlines are getting in on the act as the Chiefs are again going to the Super Bowl. We'll explain. It's 421. Now is the perfect time to start on your next success. When you apply to University of Maryland Global Campus by February 12th, you'll pay no application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid courses. Plus, you can earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and work experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by CHEV. Before you use AI to transform your agency, you need to begin with trust. 
Introducing Watson X Governance. Helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash federal. IBM. Let's create. Slowdowns expected on the American Legion Bridge this morning. We're tracking a big storm expected to hit the Washington region this afternoon. WTOP reports new crash tests could affect your next car decision. Survey shows student absenteeism for DMV area kids is skyrocketing. President Biden and Republican lawmakers announced they're making progress on a potential compromise. I heard it on WTOP News. Facts matter. 1035 FM. 423. A change at the top at the Kennedy Center. Board Chairman David Rubenstein is retiring from that job after 14 years. He will stay on until January of next year. He's only the sixth chairman in the Kennedy Center's history. He was originally appointed to the board by President George W. Bush. Search committee has already been set up and will work with the White House for Rubenstein's replacement. Rubenstein is credited with making the Kennedy Center a much more interactive and accessible arts destination for people from various walks of life. Well, it appears even the airlines getting in on the hype involving the Super Bowl-bound Kansas City Chiefs and its most famous fan. Here's Kansas City from the 19, throwing at the goal line! Both American and United are offering flights to and from the Super Bowl, inspired by the game's high-profile sweethearts. Americans Flight 1989, that's Taylor Swift's birth year, will run twice from Kansas City to Las Vegas on February 9th and 10th, both departing 12.30 p.m. local time. After the game, Flight 87, Travis Kelsey's jersey number, leaves Vegas for Kansas at 12.20 a.m. local. United has similarly numbered flights. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And there are three American Airlines Flight 15 offerings matching Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes digits too. For 45 days, one hour and 27 minutes, a woman from our area rode in a two-person boat with her teammate across the Atlantic. And that journey ended up breaking a world record. Our story from WTOP's Luke Luker. It was something different than I've ever experienced. During her journey, Lauren Champion would row for two hours and then sleep for two hours. The kind of realization that you have to get up and keep going, which isn't even really a thought so much as a driving force that like comes from even deeper. The race, the world's toughest row, is 3,000 nautical miles between La Gomera and Antigua. There's a sense of comfort for me in being at sea. You can see stars all the way that reach to the horizon. Champion grew up sailing in Annapolis and her passion became her career. But it was never really my intention to join the sailing industry. It just kind of like that was the path that found me. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace, boy, Taylor is everywhere. So would you take the Taylor Swift flight or would you take the Mahomes flight? Or the Kelsey, you know, if you're going flight 15 or 1989? I know, I mean. I guess it depends on where you're going from, right? And so the Kelsey flight is the red eye out of Vegas, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that, that kind of makes sense. That does make sense. Absolutely. That's right. <laughs> The uh, Super Bowl set two weeks from now in Vegas. It's a rematch of Super Bowl 54. These two teams four years ago, Niners had a 10-point lead in the second half of that game. Chiefs come back to win it. Patrick Mahomes back in the big game. Brock Purdy for the first time.